Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure? It's time. It's time. Did he just say it's time? Stay calm. What's the deal with bananas? I mean, they got orange juice. You got apple juice. Where's the banana juice? I never thought of that. <laughs> you never think about that, did you? No, Rebecca? that is a really, really good point. Can Where's you? the banana juice? Can you juice a banana? I don't I don't think you can. Well, you can juice anything. You could juice a human. Um, <laughs> I've seen somebody make like ramen, make noodles with just the stringies from the bananas. That takes a lot of bananas though. Ew. Yeah, it's a little, uh, as the kids would say, cursed. Yeah, if my banana strings, I won't even eat it. Like I know it's a part of the banana. You don't eat the string or the whole banana? Just the string. Oh, like, okay. I yeah, just nobody. Throw it away. Nobody like, eats the why string. Why would I just throw that in my mouth? I've Look. seen. I, I've actually seen apes who do not eat the strings. <laughs> I've seen them pick them off. So no, you're not alone. All right. There's apes out there just like you. But okay, bananas are great in a smoothie, though. Oh, they're fantastic. It helps that they're a smooth. But it's it kind of. But it's uh, too fruit. thick to just to just drink as a juice. No. You, you just have to help it a little, you know, add some water. You know, these are the type of things that we're going to give you to think about in this podcast. Serious things like, can you drink a banana? And I think yes. You know, I, so I got a, um, oh shoot, what are they called? An instant pot. I got an Insta pot mm-hmm. for my birthday. Because you live on your own now. I you got to like make your own meals. Right. And so Instapot, that's the way to go, right? And um, I read an article and I believe it is true. And by read the article, I mean I read the uh, title of the article. Didn't okay. actually read the article. Mm-hmm. But the title of the article said that millennials are the most advan- ad- adventurous in the kitchen, but they know the least amount. Probably because you're all just reading the headlines. Oh, well, yes. We read, okay, what is this? Potato soup? Perfect. Okay. I mean, it's potato soup. How hard can it I be? I need potatoes and soup. water. You just add <laughs> potatoes to soup. You're going to pour like a can of chicken noodle soup in and then potatoes and be like, hey, I made potato soup. Okay, you joke, but oh, no. an Instapot is basically just that. You, you can make whatever you want. You just throw them all in, put the lid on, hit a preset button. It doesn't matter which one and okay. you're good to go. Okay, Nathan. How many meals have you made on this, this Instapot? You've had it for, what, two weeks? I've had it for two weeks. Okay. I've made three meals. I got it. I'm easing myself in, okay? Okay. I know that three meals no, in three meals is impressive. two weeks. What are those three meals? Rice, rice, and beans and rice. <laughs> you got to ease yourself into it. Anything in the rice or, uh, I mean, the beans, obviously, well, that one time, but... I'm getting adventurous with it, Rebecca. The first two times, admittedly, no. It was rice, water, and um, salt. And the second time, I messed it up a little bit. <laughs> you messed up rice, water, and it, salt the uh, second Listen, you got you to gotta get the proportions right because, you know, it's rice. And I didn't get the proportions right. Even though I followed the dang recipe, the recipe didn't have the proportions right. So I learned, okay, don't follow recipes like verbatim. Just kind of, you know, feel it out even while you're reading the directions. So, the other day, I was feeling adventurous. Well, let me back up a little bit. This isn't the first time I had felt adventurous. I was going to make chicken and rice. Because I've had... going to add chicken to that rice. I've had frozen rice and veggies in my freezer for a 
about a month and a half now. Which is how long you've lived there. Yes. <laughs> I, quite literally, our first shopping trip, we got frozen chicken and, uh, and, and veggies, and we have not cooked them at all. We were like, well, we don't have any spices. We live across the street from a high V, but we don't have any spices, so we can't cook the chicken. So anyway, so the other day I was like, you know what? I have an Instapot now. I got rice. Let's make chicken and rice. I, surely I can put a frozen chicken in the Instapot. You can, but turns out you need other ingredients like chicken broth and <laughs> I, I, I don't know, like some seasonings and weird like uh, words I don't understand. And so I decided to ditch the chicken and just cook rice and it was delicious. A little bit of soy sauce, a little bit of hot sauce, a little bit of salt, mm, scrumptious, but let me get back to the most recent. I was feeling real adventurous. So I went across the street to the Hy-Vee. I longboarded over there like mm-hmm. a cool millennial. Mm-hmm. Got a couple cans of beans. Got chicken broth. I haven't done anything with it, but now I have it. So next uh-huh. time I'm feeling You're adventurous. You're getting that much closer. Yeah. You're one, one recipe ingredient closer to a meal. I'm building a an arsenal. And I got some weird uh, like Fiesta lime spice stuff. I don't know. I, I just picked one. Um, there was somebody who was waiting to pick also from the spices and I panicked. So I just grabbed one and left. <laughs> and I got to tell you, man, I put I put the rice in the pot. I put the beans in the pot. I put some of the Fiesta spice stuff in the pot. Had to add a little water because of the rice. And that felt weird putting water in beans. But I stirred it around with a spoon for a little bit. Put the lid on. Bada bing, bada boom. Now I got beans and rice with a little bit of fiesta stuff on it. It's like chicken. It's like a, well, it's, it's like a, it's like Mexican rice is actually what it is. And I put hot sauce on it, but it's mm-hmm. got beans. So it's got protein now. I'm eating healthy mm-hmm. and I had leftovers and I just put them instead of letting them go bad in the pot, which is what I've done previously. I uh-huh. just leave it in the pot that for like, like two an, days. A Nathan thing. And then I have to soak all the rice and it leaves a residue on the bottom of my new Instapot. Uh-huh. I, instead of doing that. I just put them all in a little container and put it in the fridge. I'm so proud of now you. Now I have leftovers in my fridge. You are adulting so much right now. I'm doing I'm like doing I don't even job. know if I can handle it. Yeah. You're like all grown up. I haven't even bought corn dogs in like two months. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, going through all of these recipes, is there one that stands out that you're like this is this is when when I'm feeling really adventurous and I have all the ingredients. This is this is the one I'm going to make. Um, you know, I haven't scrolled through a lot of them, but there's like some ramen, like uh, people make like full ramen bowls. And I think that would be cool. You have like the actual broth, not just like instant ramen. I'm talking mm-hmm. about like authentic Instapot ramen mm-hmm. with like the pork and the chai, like the real thing, and the like, not instant. You're not ramen opening noodles. it from a bag. I mean, you are, but like, each ingredient's gonna right. come in its yeah. own yeah. bag. Yeah, you get a poached egg or whatever in there. I'm talking good stuff, stuff that you can't even eat because you're a vegetarian and you're gluten free. No, this is this is goals, Nathan. You can do this. I believe in you. You're gonna make this meal. Here's what I think you need to do. You need to write down like everything you need in that recipe and like all your seasoning. I've got doubles at my house. I'm Let's, not going to take your handouts, no, lady. No, I've got some, I got some doubles on my seasoning. What are you, my parents? I can donate some seasoning to you. My mom tried to hand me salt and pepper in a bag like 
And you didn't accept it? No, I'll get my own salt and pepper. We already had salt. It's just in a box. Nathan? I got to put it in my palm and spread it around. Otherwise, it gets too crazy. Sometimes when when you first start adulting like this, like where where you're living on your own and you've got to cook your own meals for the first time, Mm -hmm. it can be overwhelming. So... Let the moms in your life help you out a little bit and give you some seasonings and things like that because you're never going to get motivated enough to do it yourself. That's not true. Because you feel overwhelmed and there's always going to be somebody else standing at the seasonings trying to decide and you're going to be under pressure and you're going to end up with a whole bunch of lime. Rebecca, they only have so many spices. Mm -hmm. Eventually, I'll own them all. Okay. And I'll never have to go back to Hy-Vee. I'll just have you, all the spices in my cabinet. You know why I have so many doubles right now? Because you go shopping and then your husband goes shopping and you guys have the same list and no. you buy them and so, then you come home. So here's the thing. I had all my own seasonings when I moved into this house. Mm-hmm. Like my regulars that I use. And, and when we moved into the house, I opened up one of the cupboards and they forgot to pack all their seasonings. Oh, so you're all trying to give me the seasonings were still here. Okay. And I actually buy pretty high quality seasonings. And some of these were just like the normal ones that you get from the grocery store. And so I'm obviously going to use my higher quality. So you're trying to cinnamon. pass off your normies. Yeah, your you're going to go buy the normie ones anyway. Um, hello? Why not just take them off my hands? I didn't buy the normie spice. I got the, uh, I don't even know what the brand is, I have, but it I wasn't have great value. Two different, mine aren't great value either. I know, I that's like what the I'm McCormick saying. ones. I have two different cupboards of seasonings so and spices. So, you know, I can share. I can share the seasonings. I'm trying to get through this without accepting any handouts. It's a prize. It's a pride thing. Okay. I have a huge ego you still take home coffee from my house every single time you stop by uh yeah that's because coffee's good and jay west will be more angry if i don't take it than if i do okay well i guess i'm gonna be angry when you don't take my spices i know you and you're not it's true so i wouldn't be whereas i could never hurt jay you can do this good luck what oh you know what another meal i want to make it is i want to make like a burrito bowl thing where where like chipotle <laughs> yes but i want to make it in the instant pot <laughs> instant pot <laughs> i want to make it in, in the instant pot you're just choosing like all these fast food meals that you want to make in your instant pot oh is that a problem it's healthier if you make it at home it's true i've heard that yeah that's why i always instead of <laughs> i always opt to make a pizza at home instead of like getting mcdonald's or something and if a I do get pizza, if I, well, sure, I mean, I mean, I don't have the ingredients. <laughs> and if I do get McDonald's, I make sure to bring it home first. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Grant, my roommate, um, I I've noticed he is, he's very interesting in his grocery shopping. Yeah. He, he buys seasoning. No, okay. I'm I'm still the only person that's bought seasoning. He bought salt. He bought a big box of salt, but we don't have a sh- salt shaker because I refused the one my mother was going to give me. Oh my gosh, you're such a nerd. I, well, I would like a nerdy salt shaker if you have one. Maybe maybe like a Star Wars figurines or something. I think that'd be cool. Um, I have a dog sh- salt shaker. No, I don't want that okay. one. You, do you have a cat one? No. All right, yeah, that's fine. Um, Grant doesn't. He's allergic to cats anyway, so that wouldn't work. um anyway no grant my roommate is really interesting in his shopping and that like 
he doesn't like to buy big bulk items. Mm -hmm. He would rather just buy a lot of smaller portions. You know, that's really probably wise when you're only buying for yourself. But what? Okay, I agree. But we went through, I think, six rolls of paper towels. In not six rolls, that's a lot. Three rolls, maybe it was three rolls. We went through at least three rolls of paper towels in the first month. Do you have any washable towels? Yeah. Okay. I I, I what's have. What's going dished- on with the paper? You know what? We don't need to get into like what's going on with your paper towel usage. That's probably really boring to listen to. But okay, so obviously buying bulk with paper towels and it would toilet make sense. paper that makes sense. But food items. <sighs> What's the difference between buying a prepackaged six things of a uh, uh, can of beans versus buying three cans of beans? There's, there's twice. absolutely nothing wrong with it, except for that it's going to take you a little bit to get through those beans. And being just one person, you would think three bean, three cans of beans in, you're kind of getting tired of beans. You don't have to eat the beans in succession. It's a can of beans. You could take time. Uh Uh-huh. But then you're storing a lot of stuff, and you already have a limited amount of space. So just buy what you need for what you're going to eat. But you know what you're also storing? Hmm. Money. Because you're saving money. But you're dissatisfied with your food options, so you're going to eat out more. But I will not. I will either eat what I Not me. No. Oh my gosh. I won't. I just won't eat. Okay. Yeah. But this 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 is my personality. Mm-hmm. I know that you and I don't know each other very well. So let me explain right. something about myself <laughs> to you specifically. I like to buy things in bulk. I like to do things all at once. Nathan doesn't like to take advice from anybody and he doesn't like <laughs> to be told what to do ever. That's also true. Um and my ego is too big to accept salt and pepper handouts from my own mother. Nathan will be the first to die because he only ate rice and beans forever. <laughs> it's th- this image is so ingrained in my head of my mom handing me a Ziploc bag with a salt and pepper shaker in it. They're filled with salt and pepper, by the way. Mm-hmm. And saying, take this. And I'm like, no. She's like, take this. You need it. No, it was such a weird. Anyway, that that image ingrained in my head probably forever um i'm gonna just go ahead and say it that's weird that she was trying to no, that you just didn't accept it they were like the lame like you okay, go to an like, old it, diner in a something. downtown restaurant it's something for right now it's a salt and pepper shaker uh, how much how expensive could they be this is like your first place like you have mismatched furniture no we don't dishes uh, silverware uh-huh, uh-huh. i mean Right now, it's just like you're just throwing stuff together, and Rebecca, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Let me just hold on. I'm so proud of you, and your place is amazing. <sighs> let me let me let me throw the, a situation at you. Oh okay, my gosh. all right, guys. I'm so sorry. We're talking so long about Nathan and his dysfunction. Let me let me throw a situation out at you. Okay, are my dishes mismatched? Yes. Are my silverware mismatched? Yes. We have enough silverware that we could get rid of all the mismatched ones and have plenty of matched, but that's a whole another issue. I'm working with Grant on that. Drives me insane. But there are some good spoons in there. That's Mm -hmm. a conversation for another day. Cool, cool, cool. We could keep the good spoons. Keep going, keep going, keep going. All right, but all that stuff 
It's in drawers. It's in cabinets. Uh-huh. Out of sight, out of mind. If I bring a friend over to meet my roommate and to sit on my couch, which is quite nice, and perhaps watch a movie before she goes home because it's 9 p.m. and it's getting late. Mm-hmm. And we both have work tomorrow. She has work tomorrow. <laughs> um, what was I? What was I? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. It's going to be real awkward, right? Whenever she looks over and what does she see? These, uh, these freaking like salt and pepper shakers that look like I stole them from a diner that had a waitress who is 86 years old. She smokes a whole pack during her lunch break. No, no, Nathan, you consider it a conversation piece. What? That my mom handed me those in a Ziploc bag. I tried to tell her no, and she insisted. Perfect. Yep. That's how you start. Then she's going to think, wow, (laughs) his mom's a way better person than he is. What (laughs) happened? Well, everybody already knows that. Yeah, you're probably right. Well, (laughs) I don't know. You think at this point more people know of me than people know of my mom? Your mom's been around a little bit longer than you. (laughs) You can say that again. But I, I think at this point my outreach might be a little bit further. You think so? Yeah, I talk on the radio. No, you know what makes me think of when you say that? When your grandma was talking about that all of her friends are in the graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe, like, cumulatively, <laughs> she has more reach than you, but a lot of them are in the graveyard. <laughs> I'm not talking about your mom right now. No, sure. Definitely not talking about your mom. I'm just talking about your grandma. <laughs> I... I I think I still have that Snapchat. If your grandma's saying where her friends are. No, it wasn't a Snapchat. I just wrote it down. Mm. But yeah, backstory. Um, my mom or my grandmother was sitting in the car with Jay West, Rebecca's husband. And she was like, yeah, we don't have many friends these days. And Jay West was like, yeah, we're kind of, you know, in that same point in life. She's like, well, most of mine are in the graveyard. And Jay West <laughs> was like, oh, um, okay, let's change yeah, the subject. Different situation. <laughs> totally different. Ours are not dead. They're just, okay. Well, cool, 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 cool. Um, so we were how, how far into this podcast? What, like 18 minutes? 18 minutes. We talked about my 20s. food. So that was a pretty good guess there. We still haven't addressed why we didn't do a show on Friday. Rebecca was sick uh, as Fred. I was sick. So dang sick. But like weird sick. Like I, like I, I felt like I was getting sick. But I think I have like a super strong immune system that was given it all it's got to fight it off. Mm-hmm. And so like I felt sick, like I was achy and I had a cough and I was sneezing and just really feeling like, you know, when you get sick and you feel like hot across your eyes. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah. So that's what I had. But I was still like, I'm going to do the podcast still like I don't feel good, but I'm still going to I'm still going to be here on Friday night. And then you and I were talking because we were trying to pull together exactly all of our stuff for for the night. And we kept hitting roadblocks. And there was a certain point where I was like, my brain's just not working anymore. Like, I can't think up anything else. And you're like, I think I think maybe it would be best if you just take the night off. You uh, maybe this is a girl thing. Maybe it's just a you thing. (laughs) And also, like, my mom and, like, most females that I know in life. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely not a me thing. Mm-hmm. But you are so hard to convince to take 
the night off. To take any time off. Like, like if, if I am feeling even a little I'm shocked off, by it. If I'm feeling a little off, I'm like, call it, bro. I do not want to do this. Like if I'm if I'm not feeling 100%, I don't want to do it. No, so here's the thing. I feel like I had to convince you to take the night off. I have been wanting to get sick so I could have a day off work. I've got a lot of sick days I can use, but I need to be significantly sick. sick. You don't need to be. You be- want to be. You because, like to be. Because I work from home, and so I've got to be... I've got to be pretty sick to be able to use a sick day and not work at all. And so I've I've been hoping that that day would come pretty soon. Well, I started to feel under the weather on Friday and I was like, shoot, no, like it's the weekend. I'm about to get real sick here and I'm going to waste my entire weekend and not use any sick days. So then Sunday night, I'm still not feeling great, but I start getting like a migraine that night. And I try to go to bed. Like, I'm just going to sleep it off. And you're I, thinking like hangovers don't normally last no. this long, right? So I get up at like 1 a.m. And I came out and I got like some Excedrin. And like, I was feeling really nauseous. And I'm like, maybe I'll just, I'll just stretch. I'll stretch. That'll help my headache. That, that wasn't really helping it. And so I, I, took extreme measures i got out the ice packs the heat pads like i was alternating them on my neck and my back like where any of my muscles were feeling tight and stuff like i stayed up almost the entire night with this migraine doing everything i could to get it to go away because i just i couldn't lay down comfortably like i was just miserable so monday morning i'm debating like do i text my boss to let him know like I'm not feeling good. Like I just need a day. Like I've maybe had two hours of sleep more like a cumulative two hours of naps. But I'm like, if I call in today, then on Monday, Mark's going to have to do a double anchoring shift. And I just can't put that on him on a Monday. You were too particularly. nice. Too nice. So, so I've been waiting to have a sick day. Here I am legit sick. Haven't had any sleep. And I'm like, hey, I'm going to need to take a half day. Like I couldn't even take the full day. You are out of your gosh dang mind. So Does I, that mean you get a ha- you still have a half sick day left after that? Then? Well, well, things change. So I took like I was like, all right, the half day. So I have to submit for that. And then when I like fill out my timesheet, then that would would go on there if I submit for it. But. The day, like the afternoon, like I was feeling like, okay, I'm pretty out of it. But like 60%, I would say functioning, like my brain was functioning 60%. But I felt a little dizzy and mainly like out of it from all the meds that I took to function. Mm -hmm. And I ended up having to do like this crazy story. And I worked till late that night. So I ended up not getting my half a day. I ended up working a full day. I just... Started my work day way later than I normally do. You are like, a friggin I legit needed a sick day and I still couldn't take it. And I feel like something is wrong with me. Like, why can't I give myself that time? Can I ask how many sick days you have? Mm-hmm. Are you allowed? Is that like something you're allowed to? It's hundreds of hours. Oh, okay. So it's not like in days per se. I've calculated it before, but it's been a while. But you have a solid... Uh, probably close 
to five days, at least four days of sick days. Oh, I've got way more than that. I've got to have. Oh, you say hundreds, like over a hundred. I probably have a month. Of sick days. Yeah. You know, we're in August. Like mine accumulate. Do they re- like they, oh, they every accumulate. yeah they don't so reset. every year so the entire time I've worked there I've I haven't really used sick days I think maybe once or twice I've used a sick day Have you thought about just being sick for a month I know that you would feel bad about that but let's say you were getting like hypothetically you were <laughs> quitting <laughs> and I was like you know what actually I'm gonna be sick for a month and then I'm going to be gone Yeah and then you would quit after like. I have that, like, what What should I do with these sick days? Do you I, get paid on your sick days? Yes. So oh, yeah. So days. freaking take all those before you quit. Not that um, you're going to quit. I'm talking like you're going to quit. Right, this is right, all right, hypothetical. right, right. Hypothetical. So I, I knew an employee. There's who, somebody who's going to think you're actually going to quit. So I knew an employee that took an entire month off for mental health. And, like, they had to argue it a little bit, but they they talked to HR and, and it was granted. They allowed them to use all their sick days to take, like, a month off for mental health. And I'm thinking, this pandemic has really taken a toll on my mental Bro, health. Bro, it, it's probably more valid now than it would have been I could use an a year entire and a half month of my sick days. However, the guilt that I would feel... Because we're already understaffed and that puts more work on people that I really care about that I just, I could not do it to them. You gotta. I would rather just lose the money of like what I would get paid for having that time off than to put people I care about through having a, to be more stressed out in their schedule. You, If you do that where you, you take a month off to use all of your sick days at once. Mm-hmm. You got to go somewhere that is so lit <laughs> that you forget all about your work friends. I figure that like with all these sick days, it's going to be for like a disability type situation or like say like Rebecca, you're old, but you're not that No, old. like say like you broke something or and needed like a significant amount of time that I work from home. So breaking something, I'd have to be like my neck or my back or something possible i am going zip lining this weekend cut the cut the chain <laughs> fall on your tailbone you can't sit on your tailbone no tailbone isn't enough because i've broken my tailbone before and definitely still went to work at kmbz no that was a long time ago dude they don't have to I know worked in retail at the time so you were standing walking standing yeah see yeah, this is different you're that. sitting all day and it's your tailbone yeah you're gonna sit on a donut okay. all day Anyway, they'd probably give you a standing desk. So I'm, I'm thinking like if I were to get like COVID or COVID or something and have to be like hospitalized, that would be a great time to use all of those sick days. Yeah. And so, I mean, there's potential that I might need to use the amount of sick days. I think when the pandemic hit, we also got like an extra two weeks of sick days. Just like, here you go. Dang. Here's two weeks of sick days. Also, you're all working from home, so you'll never need yeah, these. What? But just in case. Though I think some people use sick days sometimes. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Most people are normal. Most people are normal and they actually I don't know what it is. I my mom is the same way as you though. I was gonna say You guys are basically the same. My parents were like that. It could be generational. It could be me. I I don't know. I have an overwhelming sense of guilt of putting stuff on other people. 
Yeah. I, I'm going to switch gears here because I have a question for you. Okay. Whenever, and this, this didn't just happen. So before you ask, well, it kind of just happened, not just now, but earlier. Anyway, whenever you're talking to people and it's their turn to talk, does your mind ever just wonder? Yeah. Are you saying that because your mind wandered while I was talking and you didn't listen to anything I was saying? I know exactly what you were just talking uh-huh. about. I carried on a conversation with you. But no, that happens all the time. Okay, good. So it's not just me. If it's something that I don't care about and I'm like really trying to pay attention. Well, it happens every time you talk. Okay. (laughs) Or if they, they bring up something that I'm like interested in, but then I just start thinking about that thing that they brought up and I stop listening to like where they're going with the conversation. My, my brain, for me, it doesn't even matter whether I enjoy what they're talking about or not. I could have a very important business meeting Uh and be sitting there talking one-on-one with somebody and it could be a make or break meeting where if I say the right thing, I'm hired. And if I say the wrong thing, I'm not hired or something. Right. Mm -hmm. And they will be sitting there talking to me and I might nod my head, but in, in, in my brain, I'm sitting there thinking about like banana smoothies and the fact that I don't have a toaster. Um, And I also don't have bread. Hopefully this is not offensive or controversial. Do you have ADHD? I I don't think so because you said that your mind wonders when people are talking too. Not like that though. Like I can make myself pay attention if I have to. Well, I can too. Like whenever you were talking, uh, I don't remember what it was that you said, but I was, I was, (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking, I started thinking back to the banana thing and then I was literally like, oh, I should get a blender. Actually, no, I don't need a, I need to get a toaster before I get a blender. (laughs) I don't need like an expensive toaster. I just need a toaster. And then I thought, well, I don't even have bread. I still need to get bread. I have lunch meat and cheese in my refrigerator and mayo and no bread to put it on. And then I came back to the conversation. Mm -hmm. That doesn't happen to you? I mean, it it can happen to me, but. I'm pretty in tune to what people are saying most of the time, but every once in a while I go off on it. Okay. For example, my son likes to talk about cars a lot. (laughs) And sometimes I sit and listen to him, but he doesn't want me to respond. He just wants me to hear him talk about cars. So then sometimes I go someplace else because I know he won't ask me a question. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, but I kind of refuse to believe that I have ADHD because I really don't think I do. That's cool. It's just just a question. Yeah, no. the The fact that your mind wanders sometimes when people talk because I you're a really good conversationalist. Uh huh. And so I know Thank the you. fact. I think that was a compliment. The fact that you can have your mind wander while also still being a good conversationalist means that there's hope for me as well. Because I thought I it's part of why I'm not a good interviewer. Mm-hmm. is because if if I don't care about what they're talking about and then my mind starts wondering, I can't even come back and catch up. Like earlier you yeah, were talking about something. Yeah, our minds are working like, differently because I'm asking questions while people are talking and it's almost like I have this little box that like they're saying stuff and I'm putting things that they say in a box so that when they're done talking, I can go to that box and refer back to different things that they said so that I can continue the conversation on. Whenever you you go to like a like a women's conference or something or just any conference, mm-hmm. okay, okay, where there's like preaching or teaching and you come home and somebody asks you, what did they teach about? Do you typically have an answer for them? 
I can I can mostly give you an overview of everything that was said. Because I, as soon as we hit stop recording and I leave this room, I will have no idea what we talked about. Our, in this our podcast. brains are different in that way. Like I, I immediately forget. So like a little inside baseball. Is that the right term? Uh, uh, probably, but we are podcasting right now. So Okay. So a little inside baseball. Podcast. <laughs> when we're preparing the podcast, mm -hmm. we baseball? pulled together several <laughs> articles <laughs> that we're going to use to refer to. Uh-huh. I read them all before the podcast and rarely ever refer back to the article. I just, from memory. Oh, I can't do that. We'll bring it up. Nope. I have to go back and I have to reread. Like I, whenever I'm reading it, I think of key points of like, I don't have to read this whole thing. I can just come back to these key points, but I uh -huh. have to go back to those key points and read it. And part of it is that I want to make sure I say it right. Yeah. I understand that. I'm just going to summarize it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to miss. I something don't think, even if I, I don't think it. that's wrong. I think it's just different. I don't think there's anything wrong with you. I don't think there's anything wrong with me. I don't I think, think there's anything wrong with me. It's just, it's different how our brain, how our brains process. And some people think in pictures, which is often what I do, which is why I was talking about the box that I have this box and I, pictures of what people are saying hmm. in the box do you um associate moods or personalities with colors um like if you so you're asking me that and i would say like if so i'm thinking of an example of like a mood and then i can think of a color to go with it but i honestly can't answer that that's what i do all the time hmm. I'm only thinking that because you've said specifically. So then I'm like, what color would I match with this mood? Right. Maggie Swanson. Uh, she's married to Clay Swanson from Clay Swanson Photography. Um, she's a friend of ours. Good friend. Good friend. Uh, I lived with them for a while. Anyway, she, I, I don't remember if it's personalities or if it's moods, but one of the two, like if she sees like a green chair or a green crayon or something like that, like that then she'll associate the same mood to that color every single time and she's a very artistic person mm -hmm. and i kind of wonder if that has anything to do with it or if that's just uh, how she processes how she processes stuff. yeah i, I, I would know. not say i am like maggie in that way are you an artistic person i know it's kind of weird that i i feel like i should know that but i really don't i would say i'm artsy like i'm not like a stem learner i'm not like science math I'm more artsy. I mean, my degree is in liberal arts. <laughs> oh, so you're an artist. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm a writer. Right. Um, Storyteller, stuff like that. So yeah, I'd say I'm artsy in that way. But if you ask me to draw a picture, not artsy in that way. Yeah. I, I do find it interesting. I find, uh, I find art interesting and and I find not necessarily art itself interesting, but how people's artistic minds work. Because well, I consider like interior design. Sure. Art. Sure. Yeah. I can, I actually consider myself to have a semi artistic mind, but I cannot draw for anything. I will draw the worst stick figure you've ever seen. 
Yeah, because I, we're I, just not artists in that way. I can look at something and I won't be able to draw it while looking at it. But I can put together intros and stuff like that. And I think what it has to do for me personally is it's the fact that I can add something, listen to it, and if it doesn't fit, I can readjust it. Mm-hmm. And then I can readjust it and readjust it until I decide whether it's where it needs to be or if it just doesn't fit at all. And then I can take it out with no repercussions. Whereas if you're drawing something, if you put a line and it's off, that line is there. And I can't make anything out of that. Yeah. So neither one of us are good drawers. Right. But we're still artsy at different things. And you're, you're artsy like you can write. Yeah. And you're not such a good writer. I'm not a, I'm not a great writer, but I did get A's in grammar composition. Like That's my, my papers were always, always graded. You're well, probably better at grammar than me. I'm a good creative writer, but I'm not good at grammar. I would always, um, I'm not like a technical writer. Like, you know, some a lot of people like to use fancy words and stuff like that. I hate that. I refused to write any other way than how I talk whenever I was doing grammar and composition, even if it meant getting a worse grade because they didn't like the way it was written, which is was rarely the case because a lot of people who teach grammar and composition are more artistic in their writing. But I would always write the way I thought the sentences, not like the way I would speak it. If I was to tell you this story, here's how it would sound. I always find it interesting the way different people are created. When we talk about like um, people who are introverts or extroverts or What's the like test, like the Ingram or what is that called? Oh, Enneagram. The Enneagram. Yeah, I hate those. Yeah, but a lot of people live by those. And I find it very interesting. Like when you take one of those tests and you're like, oh, yeah, that is like how I handle stuff. Oh, that is like emotionally what I turn to with this or Mm -hmm. my response with that. I always think it's really cool that like you can pin somebody down in that way of like, these are their characteristics and that there's other people in this world that are a lot like that. Yeah. Because sometimes you feel really alone in how you're thinking. And when you learn that there's other people out there that think like you in that way, then it's like really encouraging because you spend a lot of your life thinking that you're weird. And then you find out that all of it kind of connects together in a very specific way. Yeah, I I actually hate those, but I hate them for a reason. And the reason is because I'm way too egotistical to be put in a box. And I feel (laughs) like if somebody says, oh, you're a type B plus, then I'm going to be like, no, I'm not. That says all those things as well. And I'm not those things. I'm only the top six, you know. Here's why. Okay, I'm going to tell you why I like it and why I don't like it. Why I don't like it is because I try to manipulate the answers to what I think I want it to say I am Mm -hmm. while I'm taking them. So I feel like I have a very hard time getting a true answer. But a friend of mine told me that if you pay some good money for one, that it'll take you really in depth where you can't manipulate it anymore. And the fact that you want to manipulate the test is part of your personality trait. Here's why I do like it. When it when it like gets me correctly where it like turns a light on for me where I'm like, Oh my gosh, that is me. And then it tells me why I do stuff like that. And sometimes it'll tell you like when there's red flags to watch for Uh that's starting to take you down a road that you don't want to go down. Then I'm like, 
no, that's really good. I like to be able to watch for red flags and I like to be able to like, to like have a gauge of like how I'm doing and kind of like a roadmap roadmap of like why I make decisions that I make or feel the way I do. Or one really helpful thing is how I respond to discipline. So like if I find out how I function better, like what kind of discipline helps me function better, then I can inform my supervisor of that. Mm. And it's a lot more effective in growing me. Yeah. If that is handled correctly. See, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about doing that specifically of like, Hey, by the way, I respond to this better because then I'm like, am I telling them that? Because that's the way (laughs) I want to be, be like, I want to be handled because I know that if I'm handled that way, then I won't be like as, uh, conflicted to actually like listen to them. And then I can continue and still feel good about myself. Oh my gosh. Like I, I'm, I feel like I'm kind of manipulative, but mostly to myself. But I don't want to tell people how, like, what works and what Here's doesn't. how this was really helpful for me. So I learned that if you call me out on something publicly, I will completely shut down to the point, where, like, I won't want to return. Like, so if my boss called me out in front of the entire team, I would rather just quit my job and never return because of the humiliation I would feel like I come down really hard on myself. So when somebody else comes down hard on me, then in front of everybody, it's so much that I can't even face the shame that I feel just because Mm. I'm really hard on myself. Like it doesn't take a lot to correct me. But if my boss were to send me an email or a text message and say, hey, you need to correct this, You will never, ever have to tell me to correct that again. We will never have a conversation about it. It'll be fixed. Like, See, I go back and forth on that. I don't know. I've had emails of, hey, you need to correct this. And I think, come and tell me face to face like a man. But then I've had people call me out. But I've had people call me out too. And I'm like, you freaking slime ball. Next time I'm going to punch you in the head. I don't care if you're my boss. I'll punch you square in the head. So I had a conversation with my boss about this. I think I just don't like being corrected. Well, nobody likes being corrected, but there's a way that like that it can be done well. So I had I talked to my boss about this of like, hey, this is how I, I function well. This is what this would do to me. So when there's something that needs corrected and usually it's like I made a mistake in my grammar or something like that. Uh-huh. He will send me a text message or an email and then he'll send me a dad joke afterwards. <laughs> Like, like, hey, it's cool. I'm not mad at you. Like, I have to have that reassurance. And it works really well. Interesting. Yes. I wonder if that worked for me. I don't know. I feel like I I, like I would, <laughs> like, see, but I, I, would, I would receive that. And I'd be like, you're only sending that to me because you know you have to soften the blow because I'm too small of a man to be able to just handle it up front. No, I just, I don't think I'm small. I, I think that's just how I function. It's true. It's just because I'm really hard on myself. And I think that's respectable that I want to do well. Yeah. 
How did we even get down this road? Oh gosh, you asked banana me smoothies. A banana smoothies. That's what it was. Uh, no, not banana smoothies. Banana uh, juice. Yeah, banana, banana juice. juice. All started in the intro. Um, this is not the show we had planned, by the way. Something else, though. Mm-hmm. Back to the artist okay. thing, artistic thing, because I find it really interesting. Um, finding finding out why people have the passions they do and and why it is that ooh that i kind of like this road okay. so so for instance okay i really like technology okay you just licked your hand uh, cuz i spilled tea down my arm and before it got to my elbow i wanted to make sure it that, was gone okay 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 but anyways so for instance i really like technology stuff yeah but i like making things work i like taking unit a and unit b and finding a way to make them function together Mm -hmm. that's why our podcast studio is the way it is is because i love doing all of this Mm -hmm. my brother's a little bit the same but he's like way more technical about things um but your son really likes cars he likes fast cars and and all that but he also likes putting things together Mm -hmm. and so i like to basically find find the artistic quality that contributes contributes to that Mm -hmm. um yeah well his is tactile he's a tactile learner so he likes feeling things yeah he has to use his hands so like when i say i think in pictures he learns best when he's using his hands, kind of like a sculptor. So do you have like one of those kids' Bibles with like pictures in it and stuff? Yeah, he did when he was little. No, you. Oh, do I? Yeah, oh, for thinking you... in pictures. Um, no, but I draw on my Bible. Interesting. Yeah. And I think of movies a lot. Like if I'm if I'm sitting in church listening to a sermon, I will almost relate everything back to a movie that I watched. So almost like a previous life situation, but it's actually just a movie that you watched. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. What, uh, so you said like your interior, your, like your interior your, design. Do you find, like I love mid-century. Oh, I hate that <laughs> phrase. Do you, um, do you find aspects of that reflected in your work? I don't know. I feel like that's a really deep question. Like it's hard to say. I could tell you like why I like interior design and what particularly I like about it. Mm -hmm. I like taking something that to me is disturbing to look at and making it something that makes me feel happy because everything is in its place and the colors. And is that why you always put on makeup first thing in the day? (laughs) No, and that's just because it makes me feel put together. And um, I, I get that that was supposed to be a slam, but also it's true because if I look in the mirror and I don't like if, if there's imperfections on my skin, I'll keep going back to that all oh, day yeah, long yeah. of like, I need to fix that imperfection. And if I can like smooth it out, then it's one, it, it's less stressful. So it's visual for you. Yes. Like I think in pictures. So the 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 visual piece that comes with everything being in its right place. Hmm. Yeah. And I think part of that might be hereditary 
because I think that runs in my family. I think we all kind of run in that same line. But also part of it is like a correlation to my life of having life was real ugly early on. And when I worked really hard to get everything in its place and in the in line where it should have been, mm-hmm. then I felt peace once it was there. And so I do that with the things around me in my life too. I want everything to be in its right place. And that has to do with me being controlling. Interesting. I see, I, I feel like there's so much, this has gotten like to really like philosophical <laughs> conversation. I think but, this is like the serious podcast we've ever done. Yeah. Besides um, when I cried. Right, 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 right. Um, Several episodes that you cried, actually. <laughs> um, I could probably make you cry right now if you want probably. to. Probably. Um, but no, I I think that the way people, the way, the way they think artistically and the way, basically, I think that people's thought process, the same, the same thought process that aids in how they artistically think is also contributes to how they handle life situations. And so by looking at how somebody thinks artistically, you can either look at how they're going to handle situations or maybe look at, okay, so there was something in the past that you like, like, like these make sense why you handled that situation in your past. It makes sense that you handled it that way because that's just the way your mind comprehends things. Yet you hate those, um, those Enneagram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you've basically like been discussing like what those are all about the entire time. I and know. then you're like, I love this, but I hate this. I just, I hear you here, just don't want to be put in a box. Yes, exactly. Um, Which I believe uh, is an Enneagram. I'm going to throw these scissors at you. <laughs> um, no, I, uh, I, I don't like those things because. They used I used to do the Facebook quizzes a lot of like what Disney character are you? <laughs> and I was like, this is so stupid because this could be anybody. And then they always describe, oh, you think like this, but really you hate being called names and you like having friends, but you don't want to be around them all the time. And you have your family, you have parents. That's a fact about me. I have parents. <laughs> That could be anybody. And so that's the same way I think those Enneagrams are, is that they're just like no, so I think broad. they're different than Facebook tests. I but think it, the, it, it narrows it down. I think that's why, I think the friend that we have mutually that is really into these has convinced me like, I need to take one sometime because I think it could really help me like point out some things. I've taken versions of these things throughout my lifetime. That have been helpful, but no, I, I'm not against it, but I'm also not like, I'm going to live by this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that part of, part of almost the fear of like, like if people start talking, if somebody were to look at me and be like, you're an Enneagram eight and then start explaining what that means, I would stop listening Mm -hmm. because I'm almost afraid that if they do pinpoint, like if it's too right, then I'm going to want to change who I am so that I don't fit that box anymore. I think we're alike in that way. Yeah. We have that manipulative spirit. 
Yeah, which is not good. No, and I think it comes with a rebellious spirit too. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This might have been the weirdest conversation we've ever had. No, we've had weirder. We've had some pretty weird conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, just before the podcast, we were talking about the time, wait, the I amount thought- of time to pee, it takes to pee. <laughs> I was like, wait, which thing we talked about? Because I thought we weren't going to discuss that. <laughs> no, 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 no. We were talking about the length of time it takes to pee because uh-huh. I have a really small bladder. And you have a hard time with bathrooms that have family pictures in them. Yeah. Pee. Okay. Hold on. Let me throw this out there. All right. We have some male listeners. <laughs> Primarily male, actually, I think. Um, You go to a friend's house or acquaintance, whatever. You go into their restroom to use the toilet. You got to go pee. And right above the toilet is a family picture or maybe just a picture of their children. Or maybe it's just a husband and wife picture. Regardless, you got a picture of a human that you know. You have to look these humans in the eye while you're undoing your belt, unzipping your pants, and then you're sitting there going pee. Like, do I do I look at this picture? It's kind of right there in my line of sight. If not, then I got to look elsewhere. It's just weird. And I've gone to multiple houses that have pictures of family members above the toilet. And I I realize it's probably the mother that's doing that because you guys sit down, you're facing in the other direction. So you don't think about We're looking at a shower curtain usually. Right. Um, Which is also kind of scary. What if you're sitting there and somebody pops out of the shower curtain? you, You always check it, right? Like you always check it before you go to the bathroom. Did I tell you about that? No, I'm just saying that's what I do. Oh, like everybody oh. does that, right? I, 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 uh, yes, yes, I do. I thought I, I'm not gonna lie, Rebecca. I'm not. I've, I, I've been waiting to tell you this for a while. But in your guys' old house, not so much now. But in their old house, their toilet was right in front of the shower bath. Uh-huh. And I used to check every single time I used the toilet. I mean, I would, I would like. Go, I'd go pee, I'd come out, and then like for whatever reason, 15 minutes later, I'd have to go pee again, I'd still check the, and and I thought, there's no reason either of your children would be like, hiding in here, hiding in there, they're like, you never know, you never know, and by gosh, like I, I checked every single time, and I thought this is really like weird that I'm doing this, that I have to check. No, I do that every single time. Okay, I feel a lot better, I you just Gosh. you just never know. Okay, I need to clarify the whole reason why we were having this conversation about pictures in the bathroom is I'm a female. Hadn't ever thought about like having pictures in the bathroom, though it's never been something I've done. Like every picture I put in the bathroom is a very generic what usually it's not a picture of a live, human. Live, laugh, love. I you know, don't do Psalms live, 30 laugh, or Proverbs 31. Thing. Anyway, um, my daughter, however, she has claimed the like bathroom that everybody uses, like the, guest the, bathroom? the main bathroom as her own because it's close to her room and the rest of us have our own bathroom. She's claimed that as her own. She decorated the edges of the mirror with Polaroid pictures of her and friends. Everybody that's come to our house usually gets a picture with her and she puts the Polaroid on the bathroom mirror. And then she had a picture of herself kissing a dolphin on the back of the toilet, like toilet shelf. 
had not even thought about it, but this weekend I went in and I cleared every picture out of there because it was cluttered. I just cleaned up her bathroom, cleaned up all the clutter. And then that's when Nathan was like, I am so glad you removed all those pictures. I just hate going to people's houses and when they have pictures of their like family in the bathroom. Yeah, it's just weird. And I'm, I, I, I just feel like such a creep, like even bringing that up. But after talking to your husband, I, I don't think I'm alone in this. No, he said he turns the pictures over. Yeah, you, I don't even want to touch them. Do you, you know how <laughs> many particles are on those pictures? Did you wash your hands after cleaning the bathroom? I certainly hope so. You probably touched your no, face. No, you want to hear something horrible? Don't point that finger at me. Did you wash your hands or no? I did wash my hands. Okay. But here's the thing. I am so rebellious. That my husband uses gloves when he cleans the bathroom. And every time I go to clean, he's like, don't forget the gloves. And that annoys me. So I refuse to use gloves when I'm cleaning. I hate how much alike we are. <laughs> that sounds like something I would like do. My hands were like all dry on Saturday because I cleaned the bathroom. And then my daughter and I ran to Target. And I was like, so we were away from Jay West. And I was like, I can't even complain about how dry my hands are right now because I didn't wear the gloves that he told me to wear. <laughs> now, Jay West is a weirdo. I, I don't <laughs> I don't wear gloves when I right clean the bathroom. You're going to wash your hands anyway. The bathroom looks amazing, though. Yeah, it looks fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, I was watching a show today. Um, Zach and I have this thing during lunch every day. He comes home for from work during lunch, and we watch, like shows about like home tours like really extravagant home tours and the home tour today was one of the favorite houses i've ever seen they had a ton of cool water features but they kept calling the bathroom the water closet the water closet and i thought that sounded so cool like it sounds so much better than bathroom yeah that i think i'm gonna start calling my bathrooms the water closet no, I think that's I'm gonna, weird. I'm going to throw off guests when they come to the house. I'm going to be like, oh, and the the water closet is the first door on your right. And they're going to be like, what? Cool. The where's the bathroom? For, for water. A water closet sounds like a fancy way of saying a shower, but not a whole bathroom. See, these water closets were only a toilet and sink. They actually didn't even have a shower in them. That's even so weirder. So I think maybe a water closet is only for the the sink and the toilet. But I don't care. Because if there's a bath in it, then it's a I bathroom. Have three water closets in my house. You have three bathrooms. Water closets. In your house. I'm not calling them a water closet. And let's be honest, you won't either. You're going to drop that in about a week. Okay, now that you said that, now I have to stick to it forever. Thanks, Nathan. Did I say a week? I'm in a month. <laughs> you know, and my daughter's the same way. She put that nose ring in. Yeah, I thought she had a boogie and hanging out. We told her like dinner. she wants the septum piercing, so we're like, you have to wear that for three months straight if you want a septum piercing. That kid has not taken it out a single day. Yeah. Looks like she's getting her septum pierced in October. What if uh, what if I steal it? Then she technically didn't follow through. She has multiple because she's lost some. I'll steal them all. I don't care. She's she's getting down to the bottom of. <laughs> I think she only has a couple left. Well, then that's that's good, right? Because if she gets her septum pierced, then she'll probably lose those as well. No, because that one stays in. Forever? You can't take it out? I mean, until you take it out. Bro, those things are gross looking. <laughs> <clears throat>
But that's just my opinion. I don't care about piercings. It'll close up if she doesn't like it. It's true. That's true. Just like this podcast is coming to a close. <laughs> you can close it up if you don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, and we won't blame you. Thank you guys so much for uh, listening. We did not talk about a single no, article. All of that show prep we did. This, and is, this is what happens. This is what happens whenever we skip a Friday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we just. We were actually late getting this podcast started because we couldn't stop talking about randomness. Yep. And speaking of randomness, uh, those of you who are patrons, you get another 30 minutes of randomness <laughs> during our Let's Be Honest episode, which is the show after the show. Regardless, thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate each and every one of you. And until I next the time. Water closet after this. My name is Nathan. I'm Rebecca. We out. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.